Hi and welcome back to the Apprentice One to One podcast. It's me, Mark. I'm going to stop introducing myself because it's just silly. Uh, I don't know why I do that. I think it's just something I've always done on a podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm here again today because I want to talk about the visit we've just had to Waltham Forest College. So a while ago, I um, I got talking with Craig, so Craig Boost, who came onto the Apprentice One to One podcast and talked about his experiences, his, his history and past in the industry. Um, and from before then and since then, we've been chatting on and off um, about all sorts of things. Craig's a big part of the Apprentice One to One Discord group. Um, and he often gives insight to learners over on there and offers ideas and shares some useful information as well, pretty much every day. And he happened to pop a message in there that he was having an open day for apprentices to drop down and come and work on aspects of the portfolio, for example, or. Um, you know, get some work that's been witness statemented by himself and his lecturers within Waltham Forest College. And he started explaining a little bit about what was going on and how they were looking for people to come along and join in with helping on this fit out within the college. Um, and that was something that really appealed to me. I wanted to, to help um, give back a little bit. We're lucky that we've got a, a small pool of electricians, including myself, where we can go along and do stuff like this. Um, so to have that opportunity was something that I, would, I was really pleased about. Um, and yeah, I shared that out across the social media platforms of my own, so Apprentice One to One and LinkedIn and Twitter, in the hope that somebody who might get some benefit from it with access to that um, opportunity, um, you know, they might be able to have aspects of their portfolio witnessed uh, and such like that. And as it was, we only had a small handful of people who asked to come along and um, be involved in that. Um, but that's just the way it is. You know, it was in the half-term holidays. Not everybody's got the luxury of time to shoot off out of the normal working week and go and do something like this. But it was nice to see some people turn out and hopefully get some benefit from it. Speaking on a personal level, we got absolutely loads from it as our our little team. So Matthew and Nathan joined me and... Um, Matthew got to meet some of his industry heroes, if you like. So he had um, Mike Page, Residual Current, who was there, and also Ryan Davies, who was there. Um, both very, very famous industry electricians from Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Um, these guys are, are mega stars of the trade. And he was really excited to be there in his loadout T-shirt, like a proper fanboy. Um, yeah, so he had an absolute blast. Nathan, who is new to the industry, so he's only been working as an apprentice now for a couple of months. You know, to have that experience himself right at the very beginning, I don't think he realises just how lucky he was in a, in a room full of lecturers and experienced high-quality ones at that, um, you know, offering him some guidance and expertise and the exposure to people like Mike and Ryan who have been in the industry for a long, long time, um, you know, offering their their skills for for, an, for nothing. Having that experience, experience for us was absolutely incredible. Um, you know, and offering my skills and ability out in the workshop, wiring up a few isolators and test boards and such. That was a lot of fun. Um, getting to socialise with people in a work environment like that as well, so it was like a big site build. Uh, was also a lot of fun um, chatting with apprentices who'd come in, other lecturers and learners. You know, it was a really incredible thing to do. It wasn't just giving back to the college for the sake of it. You know, we got value from that as well. Um, ourselves so you know it wasn't some holier than thou crusade that we'd been on just to just to give back to the industry there was payback there for us and some 
Um, it was a really, really nice experience. And I would encourage other people who are maybe listening to this, and I've said this on my social media and over on the YouTube video that might or might not be out before this podcast, that if you are in that position where you've got the time um, and you've got the financial freedom, if you like, to offer up a day or two of your ability to go into a local college and help them, you know, reach out to the the lecturers there and see if that's something they're interested in, you know, and it could just be going along to speak about your own experiences, your own story, your own skills, and sharing that with their learners to offer some insight, you know, inspiration maybe, or it could be that they want some practical help getting some test boards built, or I don't know, some equipment that they've had donated from manufacturers installed because often that's an issue they do have things sent into them but they don't have the um, people power to get it onto the wall and in use so your your skills could be utilized doing something like that it's worth having those discussions i think often we all get stuck in the daily grind and it was neil actually who said that to me on a on a chat we've had off social media about all of this um where you just end up not really being aware of what what's going on and how you could help because you're just so busy in day-to-day going on um you know and i was certainly one of those people before this apprentice one-to-one thing started up so i'm not knocking anybody for being like that it's just the way the world is isn't it when you are focused on your own stuff so if you do have that that option you know consider it reach out and ask some of your lecturers in the local area if you're not I'm sure of how to do that or who they are. If you get in touch with me, we know most of the colleges and and heads of department now across the UK through Apprentice One to One, and there's every probability we'll be able to put you in touch with the right person to speak with. Um, You know, and off the back of sharing all of this on social media, I've had quite a few people come forward wanting to offer their time and help to um, things like this that might happen again in the future. We've had manufacturers and wholesalers. other industry individuals offering their time and equipment um, on the next next thing that we do like this, which has been really nice actually, especially some of the um, more experienced management people, shall we say. So there's quite a lot of guys and girls who've come up through the industry and worked as electricians and then maybe ended up in design roles or um, round, a, round a desk rather than out on site doing practical work. Um, and they're not sure how they can give back to something that meant such a lot to them, getting their starts in their careers. Um, and they've come forward now saying that they would actually like to try and do that through Apprentice One to One, either physically getting involved in some of these projects with their own tools and and coming out doing some work alongside us on these things, or you know donating in funds to buy some equipment and help set some of these college facilities up. Um, you know that's been really nice actually that people want to do that it's another great thing that I've had an experience of through Apprentice One to One of so many nice people coming forward just wanting to help others um, because of the experiences they've had leading forwards in their own careers Uh, you know we're not all in a position where we can actually recruit and train apprentices we don't have those job roles but just because that's the case doesn't mean you can't help there are ways and means of of doing stuff and it doesn't have to come through financial donation or anything Um, you can just donate your time to come along and help on one of these days where we're going to go into colleges and try and effect some positive change for them because that's something off the back of this this is kind of another message i've repeated a lot that apprentice one-to-one seems to do its best work if you like when it just takes a natural path of its own so i kind of had the idea of the apprentice one-to-one command academy and then Craig's had this thing um, going along and we've just kind of jumped on and got involved with that. 
And as I've been speaking about both of those things, um, you know, the natural path that it's taken, it seems that there's quite a lot of colleges out there who need quite a lot of help with um, getting equipment into the learner's hands and getting stuff set up that can be used by them in the best possible way to give apprentices, you know, the best experience they can have while they're learning. So maybe we can take that that journey with Apprentice One to One now, where we go in and visit quite a few colleges over the next year or so, uh, and discussions are already going on with several of them now um, to help them with extension fit outs, test board building, um, you know, the similar programs to like what Craig's had going, where we're going to go in and help the learners and the lecturers put things on the wall and into service that apprentices can get use of, uh, and we're going to need to call on industry and people who are listening in the apprentice one-to-one space so potentially you right now to come along and get involved uh, offering your time and skills to help get this thing in motion so get some of these colleges fitted out with new distribution boards and new circuit accessories and test rigs built and designed that are going to help learners um, and sharing your experiences alongside them you know that's one of the key things to this it's like the community aspect of it where we all go in together, work together as one common team um, alongside the lecturers and the learners, where we put this system into service that they can then go and make use of. And I think knowing that they've been part of that and who's been involved in helping them do it will make it much more valuable for them as well going forward. I think you know there's, there's quite a lot to be said for that, I think. Um, so I think looking at it now, um, the Apprentice One-to-One community, if people are still interested in doing things like this, that could be something that we can all get behind uh, with the support of manufacturers um, and the wholesalers who might want to be donating bits and pieces in for us to to fit for nothing. Um, you know that's always going to be helpful when funds are tight. And equally, those people who want to donate some of their own money to help towards doing some of this, um, equally, that's going to be very very important. But yeah, we'll we'll keep keep you posted on that as as developments take place. As I say, I'm taking to well, it's three colleges at the minute. Um, obviously we don't want to overcommit and overpromise anything of what, what we can achieve it needs to be realistic um, but I was thinking maybe if we could get out to one or two different colleges every quarter or so and see if we can make some stuff happen um, so yeah that's kind of my plan and I guess the next one now would be in 2022 because we're already moving towards the busy time of year <coughs> excuse me of Christmas and um, and such where funds and time are both of limited uh, resource so I think that's sensible and um, as I said one of these three that we're speaking to now we can maybe look at getting something in place there so if you are wanting to be involved with that um, please get in touch you know there's the apprentice one to one website you can email me anytime which is mark at apprentice one to one.co.uk or any of the social media platforms just drop a message across and um, with your ideas as well you know this can go anywhere if you've got a, a better idea how to do this don't be shy, shout about it, and um, we'll definitely listen and see if we can work with other people to work towards getting something done that's going to help other people. You know, that's what it's all about. That's what Apprentice One to One's been about from the start. It's just helping people, either finding work or getting that inspiration, guidance um, to move forward with a career. So that's the kind of four principles to it all, that it's guidance and support, respect and kindness. That's That's what I've always said right from the very beginning. And I think it's really important we hold on to that. Um, that's the that's the principles of everything that I'm trying to do anyway. And I know some people have come along 
on this journey who might not share that same ethos or, or they might be right behind it, I don't know, but that's my aims and goals on it and hopefully that resonates with people who are involved as well. Um, but yes, if you can if you can be of assistance and um, get stuck in with us, you'll be more than welcome and you never know, we might get a few famous faces here and there joining us along the way, so if you like Matthew and you've got your, your load out t-shirt for example and you want to bring an autograph book, you know there might be one or two famous people out there who you can have a chat with as well if we can generate the interest. Um, that's kind of what, what I'm thinking right now. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, I wanted to touch on the, the academy again. Um, you know, there are people who have doubts about that and it's it's rightfully so. It is just something that I've kind of thrown out there. Um, but I want to reiterate that that's not for any kind of financial gain for myself. There has been not some direct accusations of that, but you know when people are hinting and leaning towards stuff. Um, but that's not the case. As I've said from the beginning, this is very much aimed in a way that's going to help others. Um, and I thought the difficulty with allocating funds into other places is you don't quite know how that's going to pan out and, and work. Um, so my thought was to kind of control that, if you like, and build our own learning facility and setting it up in a way that that we think it, it should look like and seeing if the figures work so seeing if the funding that's available within a normal system can be made to work based on what we think a proper learning facility should look like um, and if we don't find that through direct experience we can talk about it we can say about you know that this isn't the right level of funding to achieve the kind of training that industry needs um, and show clearly where that's the case because we'll have gone on the journey and I guess there's there's investment needed from people. I was one of those people who was going to put a lot into that, um, still focused on it. There is other people as well now who've come forward offering to do the same. And I think we can make something pretty cool, to be fair. Um, but absolutely, I want to reiterate that it's not going to be there to, to generate me anything. Everything that comes in will be spent on the, the students and the facility itself. And if it does ever get to a position where it's making money and not losing money again that will be going into whatever future developments we may have either expansion of that center or improvements or opening other centers who knows but i just wanted to put that out there that that's not something um that, that's a set goal of mine to kind of be living on the mediterranean coast somewhere making a load of money out of an apprentice one-to-one -one academy you know that's not me that's not who i am as i said i'm not going to be in there even working in it um, I'm going to be out on the tools doing what I love, being an electrician, and I'm sure I'll be involved speaking with some of the learners at the academy and, and the lecturers and being involved, of course I will, um, but I'm not going to be there day-to-day -day stood in front of a classroom trying to pretend I'm a teacher and know the best ways of getting um, education into people because that's not my strength, far from it. Um, so I'm going to be focused on doing what, what I normally do, um, and yeah, that's hopefully going to be there and run itself we shall see, time will tell us, as of everything, the proof is in the pudding. I always say, judge people on their actions, not what they say they do, because there's people out there who will tell you they are the saving grace of the industry and the font of all knowledge, um, the only ones who have the right answers to a lot of the industrials and problems, when the reality is they're a million miles away from that. You know, that's just the harsh truth of it, but, you know, people will sit and tell you stuff that is just blatantly not true. So I always say, look, look carefully at what people do, what they've actually achieved themselves and what they actually are saying. Um, you know, do those two things marry up. And I try to make sure that we're, 
the way I am. The things I do and the things I say, there is a parity there of truth um, behind everything. So I'm happy to stand by my actions and as I say my truth, I just share my truth, what I see and uh, feel I will talk about. I've got no, no way I'm ever going to hide from that. So even when I'm wrong, I'm quite happy to say that I'm wrong, but I'm always prepared to speak based on what I see rather than what I think people want to hear, if that makes sense. Uh, but anyway, I've waffled on away quite some time about that. It was really to talk about Waltham Forest College and the excitement I had. I mean, people who've been watching me off social media might have seen I've been pretty excited these last few days because I've spoken about it non-stop. Um, it's not from a point of virtue signalling or showing off. I am just genuinely buzzing still from been in that kind of environment and having that experience i've absolutely loved it it's it was incredible um yeah just to just to have that experience has been fantastic so sorry to those of you who have been um bored by me going on a bit about it i shall i shall rein it in now and get back to the other things that i often bore people with instead um but yeah, if you get the chance of that experience yourselves, I recommend you grasp it, even if it's you know nothing to do with Apprentice one-to-one or any part of what we're doing, just a direct arrangement between you and a, a learning facility somewhere or, or a learner themselves, however you want to do it, uh, go for it would be my advice because there's a lot to get from that yourself. It's not just costing you time and perhaps money. You can get a payback from that through the experience. Otherwise, thank you all for bearing with me for coming up to, to 20 minutes now. Um, you know, we're moving towards the end of the year again, and there has been some changes in the apprenticeship funding of things. I've had questions coming in about that, so I'm going to do a podcast on that again soon. Just to briefly mention, the government have extended the grants over to January next year. Um, they have cut off the claim period for people who were taken on between, I think it's April and September of 2021. So, you know, this is fresh employment. Now you need to be employing an apprentice between the start of October and January to benefit from the new grant. So if you have taken on an apprentice already and not got your claim in, you need to get a move on because I think the cut-off's the end of October for those that were taken on between April and October. So look into that as a matter of urgency. If you're sat listening to this now, you've got literally hours left, I think, to get your, get your claims in. Um, but otherwise... Thank you for listening again. I will catch you all on the next episode of the Apprentice One to One podcast. If you have any questions, as always, get in touch. I'm happy to try and help. Speak to you all again soon.